0: SAFM Sports
1: Wrap.
2: Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks for joining us. And thanks, too, to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow at 6. Some live sporting action taking place at Newlands in Cape Town this evening. The series decider between Sri Lanka and the Proteas in their T20 series. It is one apiece heading into this one. And Johan Leroux will join us tonight. We'll also uh, look ahead to this week's Sunday when... Uh, Ironman 70.3 returns to East London, Buffalo City, and uh, it's a momentous one this coming weekend. We'll chat to the voice of Ironman in South Africa and practically around the world, Paul Kay. Uh, he'll join us tonight uh, from Dubai, and we'll also chat some golf ahead of the South African Women's Open, which gets underway at uh, San Lamere tomorrow. But let's take a look at some of the stories making news headlines and big news this afternoon is that Jamaica and Usain Bolt have been stripped of their 2008 Olympic 4 x 100 meter gold medals. That after Nesta Carter tested positive for a banned substance. Carter was one of 454 uh, doping samples that were retested by the International Olympic Committee last year and has been found to contain the banned stimulant methylhexanamine. On to tennis now and it was another fascinating day at the Australian Open and uh, they rolled back the years they did today. Chris Bowers was at
3: Melbourne Park and he filed this report. There's a joke waiting to be made that this Australian Open is not being played at Melbourne Park, but Memory Lane. With the semi-final lineup complete, we remain on course for the Williams sisters playing the women's final, and Federer and Nadal contesting the men's. Serena Williams joined her sister Venus in the semis with a clinical 6-2 6-3 win over the form player Johanna Conter, dishing out a lesson to the Briton in the gulf between the Williams sisters and the rest. Serena now faces Miana Lucic-Baroni. Surely the most heartwarming story of the tournament. The 34-year-old Croat missed several years as she sorted out her complicated and, by all accounts, abusive private life. And six weeks short of her 35th birthday, she's playing through a number of leg injuries that require ever-increasing amounts of strapping. But she came through the challenge of Karolina Plishkova and promptly fell to her knees, sobbing on court at the enormity of her achievement. In the men, Rafael Nadal rolled back the years to prove just a class better than Milos Raonic. The Canadian had his chances with six set points in the second set, but there was still the sense that if he converted one of them, Nadal would have bounced back. He was just that much better. So it's Nadal against Grigor Dimitrov, with the winner to play the winner of tomorrow's big match between Roger Federer and Stan Wawrinka. Finally, South African involvement in the Australian Open has ended with Raven Klassen and Michaela Krychak losing in the quarterfinals of the mixed doubles. Chris Bowers for SAFM Sport, Melbourne.
2: As mentioned, we'll head to Newlands in just a moment, but it was announced today as well that batsman Tharanga has been named as the captain of Sri Lanka for the ODI series to take place against South Africa. He replaces the injured Angelo Matthews. Earlier today, the Sydney Sixers beat the Brisbane Heat in a super over after both sides scored 167 in 20 overs to book their spot in the Big Bash final. The final round of group matches in the 2017 Afcon takes place in Gabon this evening. Mali will take on Uganda to fight it out for the wooden spoon in Group D, while the winner, uh, while a win rather for either Ghana or Egypt, will see them go top of the group. Both of those matches kick off at nine. In other AFCON news, Kalisto Pasua has resigned as Zimbabwe's head coach, that after his team's departure from the group stages. Domestically, Mamelodi Sundowns reserve goalkeeper Wayne Sandylands believes the team has what it takes to retain their title this year, both in the league and in Africa. Sandylands says for the Brazilians, it's all about pride.
4: Yeah, I think the team uh, can do it. I think, the team, I think that needs to be our mindset. I think we have been asked that Question before, but when you had a club like Sundowns, every game is of vital importance. You know, whether you, um, no matter what team you're playing, um, whether it's in the Champions League final or whether you are playing um, in the smallest town in South Africa, I don't know. Um, it's it's the same for you as a player. You need to win that game, and you represent the jersey that you're that you're wearing.
2: Despite playing second fiddle to Uganda's uh, shot stopper Dennis Onyango for most part of the, the season so far, Sandylands believes he still has a lot of value to add to Sundowns.
4: You have to realise that the team is bigger than yourself, and uh, you know wherever you can contribute to the team in any way, you should do that. And if if your role at this point in time is not to start in the game, you you have to um, make peace with that, and and. Try and um, fulfil the role that you have at that moment to the best of your capability.
2: In transfer news, Platinum Stars have confirmed that they've signed midfielder Innocent Kabela on loan from Kaiser Chiefs. While in England, Liverpool midfielder Philippe Coutinho's penned a new five-year deal that'll see him stay at Anfield until 2022. And speaking of the Reds, they're up against Southampton in the second leg of the League Cup. Kick-off in that one at 10 o'clock tonight. On to rugby now, former Springbok centre Jacques Furey announced his retirement from All Rugby. Furey, who represented South Africa in 72 tests, has been playing in Japan for the last few seasons. Meanwhile, Six Nations news Dylan Hartley has been confirmed as the skipper of England, despite the hooker having missed six weeks through suspension. And Irish coach Joe Schmidt is optimistic that Johnny Sexton and Sean O'Brien will be ready for Ireland's opener against Scotland on the 4th of February. Coming up next, we'll head to Newlands in Cape Town to find out what's happening with the cricket. SAFM Sports Wrap. Johan Leroux joins us now, the third and final T20 in the series. Uh, Johan, what's the latest? Have
1: won the
2: Right, let me jump in there quickly, Johan. Unfortunately, the uh, sound's not the greatest. Uh, I think uh, we'll get uh, Johan back on the line. And, uh, yeah, before we do that, let's... Uh, chat some golf big golf taking place in Sanlamia Lemia tomorrow while we get you back on the line and uh let's have a quick chat with uh, leanne pace
0: this is sport on safm every supporter's greatest resource
2: you're listening to SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, and uh, the next edition of the South African Women's Open gets underway tomorrow. We join now by someone who's no stranger to that title. It's a great pleasure to welcome onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening, Leanne Pace. Leanne, welcome. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you. Right. Leanne, how are you feeling ahead of uh, of the championship that you've uh, almost made your own? <laughs>
5: Uh, quite relaxed, actually. I played the forum today with some really nice people, and played my week, so feeling good about the week.
2: You obviously, you obviously love playing the SA Women's Open. Uh, you've won it a few times. Uh, you, you say you're feeling relaxed. There must be some pressure.
5: <laughs> yeah, no, there definitely is. But um, I think I, I, I need the pressure a little bit. So it's, it's quite a nice thing to have this week, um, and it'll you know it'll help me get ready for the season as well.
2: Talk to me about the the course, St. You you say you played the 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 pro-am today. What's the course playing like?
5: Mm, the course is looking lovely, um, and I I believe we're not going to have any bad weather this time. So that's going to be great. <laughs> uh, not too windy, maybe a few thunderstorms, but the course is looking great and um, yeah, it's playing very nicely.
2: Then we every time I chat, we we talk about the state of of uh, ladies golf in South Africa, and following last weekend's. Uh, uh, tournament in, in Cape Town, in Rondebosch, uh, things are, are looking pretty healthy. I mean, you look, at, uh, you look at what transpired there. Carrie Park winning it. Who's, who, she's done fantastically well in the, in the amateur sort of space. And mm-hmm. she, she seems to be doing pretty well, uh, turning pro and, and, and picking up a, a very, very impressive win.
5: Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I played with uh, Carrie the last two days, and she's very impressive. I believe she's going to Korea now uh, to play there, and I, I think she's going to develop nicely. Uh, but, you know, the ladies function, so you can see we, that people are improving in South Africa and um, that the gap is becoming smaller between amateur and, and pro golf. So, uh, fantastic. We've got nine events now Chase, the NASCARC Cup. Everybody obviously wants to win that one. But, yeah, I was, I was very impressed with the, with the talent now.
2: Yeah, looking at, at last week obviously you put in a, a pretty strong chase on, on Carrie in, in the final moments of that, that championship last weekend. What do you prefer? Do you prefer being out front and, and having the, the, the field chase you or do you prefer being the one who's doing the chasing? <laughs>
5: you know, I've I had that question a few times, but uh, I, I would always love to have some shots in the bank <laughs> and uh, to be leading. Um but you know, she she played amazing, she put it great. I I I didn't play too great the last day missed quite a few putts. Uh, But, yeah, uh, all my hat's off to her. She's under the pressure. Even after she had a uh, a shot penalty on nine, she just stayed calm and cool and, yeah, wrapped it up.
2: And that's what it's about, isn't it? It's having that composure when when things possibly aren't going your way and and taking it shot by shot and and, and playing the Mm -hmm. course as as you lie, essentially.
5: Yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I believe she's only 20, uh, so to be able to handle that, that type of pressure after you know something like that happens is, is very impressive. So um, yeah, I think you know all these all these tournaments are really preparing our girls for for bigger things.
2: Yeah, and for you, week after week, looking at what happened last week, you say you, you weren't too <laughs> happy with you, the, your final rounds. What are you looking to to work on and, and hopefully improve this weekend?
5: I, hit, I actually hit the ball really well last, last week. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy with the, where my swing is at the moment. Hit all the shots I wanted to hit. Uh, but just the putting. I, I needed to work on my putting. I actually changed putters for this week. Um and starting the prime today, I, I made quite a few more. I'm, I'm a bit more comfortable. I went back to my old, uh, style putter, which we played. I, I tried different things at the end of last year and now again, but I'm just going back to what I know.
2: That's pretty important too. And, and playing at home, obviously, it's it's what you know. Talk to me about tonight, the, the night before a big championship like this. What do you do? Do you, do you do you keep it low key? Tell me a little bit about what 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 goes into uh, the, the night before a tournament like this.
5: Yeah, I've got a few friends out. My manager Sandy's out, and another friend of mine, Jerry, is also out uh, to visit. So um, it's very relaxed at home. We 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 don't really talk about golf or anything. We just all have a have a laugh, and we're gonna have dinner later after we. We're just about ready to get uh, to do the prize giving for the program. Uh, but after that, we'll just have a very chill evening, but super, super funny people and very supportive, so we'll just relax
2: at home. Yeah, lots was said about uh, the, the gallery last week and, and the amount of people that turned out in Cape Town to come and watch you guys play. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it must be nice playing in front of a, a home crowd, but having a crowd there, I know in the past uh, we struggled for numbers, particularly around ladies' golf, but uh, things looking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was very
5: impressed with that last week. A lot of people came out to support. Um, uh, obviously, the weather was also quite nice, so people could walk around. But, yeah, I was I was very happy to see people come out and support women's golf.
2: More of the same at San this week, you're hoping?
5: I hope so. You know, San is a little bit uh, uh, away from um, Durban. It's, I think, about an hour and a half drive where Cape Town is in the middle of the city, Bosch. Um, so I think it might make a little bit of a difference but I do believe that Muggles will come out here.
2: I know you take it round by round and tournament by tournament but what's what's mm-hmm. on the cards long term in 2017 for, for Leanne Pace uh,
5: well hopefully another, another W <laughs> my, my coach and I are really working on the majors this year we've got a stretch I think we've got I think we've got three majors within uh, about six weeks uh, so we're really focusing on that uh, part of the year being fit and ready uh, singing while at that bar and just going hard
2: at that. I was going to say, only one?
5: Uh, well, if I have one, I'll, I'll reconsider my options.
2: <laughs> don't want to get greedy now. One, one, one will do for now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leanne, we look forward yeah. to, to seeing you out on course tomorrow. Best of luck over the next three days. We'll be covering it live here on SAFM. We'll be chatting to Lali Stunder uh, every single day, so we'll be keeping our listeners up to date as well. Best of luck, and uh, who knows, maybe it's uh, another SA Women's title under the belt after the, after the weekend. Thank you so much. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, let's head back to Newlands now to check what's happening in the cricket. So, Johan Leroux, hopefully we've uh, got that line sorted out. Johan, welcome back. Uh, let's start again. South Africa batting first in the, in the decider.
1: Good evening, Brad. Yeah, apologies for all the technical issues. So you can't really hear the atmosphere here at Newlands, but I can tell you it's almost a sellout and really a, g- a great number of people that have made their way for this third and final T twenty between South Africa and Sri Lanka. As you mentioned, the Proteas won the toss and they decided to bat first and made a steady start, eighty six for the loss of one wicket after ten overs. The big news, of course, is that A B de Villiers is at the crease. He's making his return to international cricket after that injury that elbow injury kept him out for quite a while. But just to go back to the team announcement uh, two uh, Three changes that were made to this Proteus team uh, That lost against uh, Sri Lanka at the Wanderers So that means that Reza Hendricks is playing today Dane Patterson has also been included in the team He's making his debut in front of his home crowd And then of course A B Davila is also returning to the team The first wicket that fell in the South African innings The only wickets, John John Smuts dismissed for 19 or for 14 He was chapped leg before by Prasano Just waiting for a run out uh, decision that has been sent to the third umpire And it is Hendricks who looks like he might just be safe We'll just need to wait for confirmation on that As we look, quickly go through the bowling figures for Sri Lanka At this stage, only the one wicket, Prasanna picked that one up uh, He's bowled three overs already So the skipper turning to uh, the go man uh, already And he will only have the one over to bowl later on Kulislekar has also bowled two And Udana also two And Sandakan, the man that caused all those problems for the Proteus at the Wanderers he is also bowled too, and he's, that has only cost him 11 uh, runs. As we look at the batting lineup, rather, who's coming in next? It's of course will be David Miller, and after him it will be Moshele Beardin Parnell. So plenty of batting to come for the Proteas, but a great start here at Newlands. Of course, the series is on the line, and also a first ever series victory for Sri Lanka in South Africa on the line, and they will be looking to try and make history here. We just wait ...waiting for confirmation from the third umpire. He's taking his time with this decision. Uh, It looks like the bat is on the ground. The front edge has lifted off the ground, but it looks like there might be enough over the line. And we'll hope to have a decision on that for you soon. And the decision is still pending, and uh, the decision is on its way... We're just waiting for that uh, But as we go back to the studio with Brad uh, The proteus 86 for 1 after 10 overs And we're still waiting for this decision It seems like it might just be A day of technical difficulties Because I think the decision is made We just need to have it confirmed on the big screen
2: yeah, and That's brilliant uh, Before I let you go though uh, Obviously in Johannesburg on the weekend The pitch really didn't live up to expectations That Wanderer's pitch normally really quick and bouncy It wasn't the case uh, As far as the pitch goes uh, Tonight The The proteas, it it looks a bit better and the proteas seem to be handling the conditions a bit better.
1: Yeah, it does look like the groundsman listened too far. Beardin, he was not happy after that game at the Wanderers. And this is the traditional South African pitch that we are seeing. Yeah, the ball is coming onto the back quite nicely and not too much for the spinners to work with. And uh, I'm sure someone like Lunging Didi will look to take advantage of the pace and bounce on this Newlands track. Uh, So definitely a more familiar pitch to the Proteas and the Sri Sri Lankan batsmen and Sri Lankan bowlers will just have to adapt to the conditions here at Newlands.
2: Johan, just quickly as well on A.B. de Villiers He hasn't uh, seen much competitive action for a while Has, has he shown any signs of, of rustiness looking at the scorecard? He's going at better than a run a ball he, uh, he looks like he's picked up where he left off
1: Yeah, he's looking very comfortable 29 off of 25 But he's only hit the one boundary So he is taking his time And, and just trying to get settled at the crease And uh, I'm sure even for someone like A.B. de Villiers I'm sure there would be some nerves Playing your first game in the Proteus shirt For more than six months So uh, he does look comfortable, but he doesn't look like the A.B. de Villiers of old. But uh, I think also he will be just making sure that he he gets some form ahead of the ODIs because that's, of course, where his big focus will be. He will be leading the side once again, and it's going to be a crucial series for him as well. He's come under a lot of fire with his decision not to really play test cricket this year, and he will look to to kind of just keep uh, those who have criticized him quiet uh, by his performances on the field I can give you confirmation that it was indeed not out So South Africa, only the one wicket down The 88 for one after 11 overs now
2: Fantastic, Juan, we'll come back to you before the end of the show Just before 7 o'clock uh, To find out uh, what the latest is Up next here on SAFM Sport Trap We'll chat uh, one of the sports I'm really passionate about Ironman, and particularly the Ironman 70.3 Which is taking place in East London this weekend SAFM Sports rap. You're listening to SAFM Sports rap, and uh, we head to Dubai in the United Arab Emirates now. And there's uh, a couple of Ironman 70.3 races taking place uh, this weekend. One on Friday in Dubai, but more importantly, and the one we want to chat about is taking place in Buffalo City in East London this coming Sunday. And we joined by a man who, if you've ever been around an Ironman race, not just in South Africa, but pretty much anywhere in the world, you'd recognize his voice. He's also done some work for one of our sister stations uh, a few years Years ago, here in South Africa, and it's a great pleasure to welcome the voice of—I uh, I want to call him the voice of Iron Man. He's not uh, Mike Riley, but he's a, a very, very close second. For the rest of the world, we think is the voice. The Americans think it's Mike Paul K. Welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap tonight.
0: Lovely, Brad. I've been it for a couple of s- South African SABC radio stations, but I've actually never—I don't think—I don't think my voice has ever been on SAFM. So this is a first.
2: Well, it has—it has now. Well, Paul, nice to catch up. Uh, I was going to say welcome home, but you're not home. You're in Dubai. You—you've got a crazy work schedule. You—you you literally jet set around the world uh, and talk about Iron Man for a living. It's—it's uh, it's a tough life, isn't it? <laughs> the tough
0: part is layovers in airports, but it's probably the best job in the world. Uh, last year. 33 events internationally, so it was a huge amount of traveling. When I worked out the air miles, I've done 180,000 air miles of flying, which is uh, five and a half times around the world, but like a lot of people keep reminding me, I've got the best job in the world, and I've got many people queuing to carry my bags, although I've got quite smart. These days, it's carry-on only, so yeah, very, very lucky man. I'm in Dubai, as you mentioned This is the second race for Ironman for calendar year 2017. It started in Chile, in Pucon, two weekends ago. And here we are in the United Arab Emirates for the second edition of the Ironman 70.3 Dubai, which, by the way, is setting a new Ironman record. 101 nations represented at this event. Uh, You can imagine Dubai and the Emirates is kind of like a a cultural melting pot, pot for the world. There are a lot of expats who bring their expertise to this region who are making a life for themselves and a lot of them have chosen to be fit and healthy and they're using triathlon to do that and uh, we've got almost 2,000 athletes racing here this weekend including a potent professional field uh, with the likes of Ironman world champion Daniela Reef and then Olympic silver medalist and former Ironman 70.3 world champion Javier Gomez. So those are two of the superstars who are racing here this weekend. But that's not why you're speaking to me, am I right?
2: Correct. I wanted to chat about uh, East London this coming Sunday, and it's a big one. It's the 10th anniversary, I believe, of uh, the, the Half Ironman in South Africa, uh, or in East London. Uh, so so big celebrations expected this weekend. I know, as we're probably chatting now, lots of triathletes uh, around the country are, are packing wheels into bags and taking seat posts off so they can fit into boxes to get onto aeroplanes. So lots of people making the move to head down to the Eastern Cape, but lots of exciting Excitement around
0: a huge amount of excitement. This is actually the eleventh ah. half-distance Ironman official in South Africa. In 2004 in Port Elizabeth, as the test event for Ironman South Africa PE, which was first raced in 05, we had a half Ironman. That was before the brand 70.3 being coined, and um, so we started in East London in 2008. And very exciting this weekend to be celebrating 10 years of Ironman 70.3 racing on the African continent. And by the way, Ironman 70.3 South Africa very quickly became the biggest 70.3 in the world by participation within three to four years until the 70.3 in Mallorca came along, which is only about 100 athletes more. So we are one of the biggest 70.3s in the world.
2: And it's one of the toughest too I mean the bike the bike course in East London is not not the easiest
0: I did uh, two motivational talks for a couple of training groups in Cape Town uh, last week and the week before, and um, I, I did <sighs> didn't want to make them scared, but I wanted them to be realistic about the expectations of the course. It is statistically the second hardest Ironman 70.3 course in the world. The hardest is the Ironman 70.3 Wimbleball um, in the United Kingdom with a very, very undulating, challenging bike course. And essentially, I always tell people in East London, it's uphill on the way out on the bike as you cruise out towards the Berlin Turnoff. On the N2, it's the only race in the world where we close down a national highway for the athletes. And then when you've climbed your 800 meters of altitude gain to the Berlin Turnoff, and you've done your first 45 Ks, when you turn, typically you've got a headwind on the way back. So it's like riding uphill on the way back as well.
2: Not if you're built like me, Paul. I'm built for downhills, so it doesn't matter how much the wind blows, gravity's my friend on the way back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that course is undulating, to say the (laughs) least. So every every downhill's got an up.
2: Good point. Good point, Paul. As far as the pro field goes this weekend, and, and we'll touch on one of the athletes who should have been lining up on Sunday, uh, Matt Troutman, who was—I uh, mentioned it earlier in this week—was knocked down by a kine in in Cape Town in Franschhoek on on the weekend, and and we'll chat just briefly about that in a moment. But looking at the pro field, what does it look like for Sunday? You know what?
0: Considering we have two very very big Ironman 70.3 races on the same weekend, so Dubai is happening Friday. Buffalo City on Sunday, um, I'm, I'm very impressed with the, the, the field in South Africa because for all the European athletes, it's a five-hour flight to Dubai. But to get to East London, well, it's a little bit further. But, you know, we've got James Canaver and Kyle Buckingham and Stu Mare who will be flying the South African flag very, very high. From Hungary, he's a big fan of racing in South Africa, Balas Tsoke, recently returned from the U.S. to live back in Switzerland. He's lining up as well. We've got uh, Frederica Limousin from France. We've got Urs Buller from Switzerland. And we've also got a very, very tough, strong competitor in the form of a Romain-Goyon from France. So I would say the favorites are between James, Kyle, Stu, and Romain. These are the guys are going to be fighting it out for that podium. So it, it, it appears to be a smallish field. But it's a very, very packed field. And not, don't forget a chap who spent a huge amount of time in Stellenbosch training is Mark Treffel from the UK. He's also there. He's going to lead them out of the water. And he's getting stronger and stronger with every race, especially on his run. He's also in the swim and on the bike. So it's, it's a really good Really good men's field, small but powerful, and amongst the ladies as well. Who's going to fight against, she used to be Jodie Swallow, now Jodie and She's unbelievable. Bahrain was supposed to be her first race as Mrs. Kahneman, but it's actually going to be here in East London, and how appropriate, because... Now she's she's won that, what, five, six times in a row. So Jodie is out there to do it again. And then Anna Watkinson's going to make life as hard as possible for her. So will Susie Cheetham. Nikki Bartlett is up and coming from the UK. Very, very powerful. Jacques Collange from France, who's uh, done extremely well in Abdues Triathlon in Nice as well. She's there. Katya Konchak, and then the German pocket rocket in the form of Kristen Miller, who's a multiple Ironman champion. She's also won another very tough 70.3 in Lanzarote. She's lining up as well.
2: Should be a, a fabulous uh, race. But uh, I mentioned someone who should have been on the start line is Matt Troutman. Uh, unfortunately knocked down by a car's weekend. He had some surgery, uh, I think, on, on Sunday morning. Uh, he fractured uh, his L1 vertebra. They've bolted it together he's got a couple of screws in him he's doing okay but uh paul again just a highlight on 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 road safety in south africa particularly when it comes to to cycling and cyclists uh another big name and and i say luckily it's not cool that it's happened but it could have been a lot worse
0: Look, it could have been a huge amount worse. Matty Troutman has had bad luck with, with crashes and injury in sort of the last 18 months or two years. This is absolutely terrible what happened. He's also a defending champion, you know, and Matt, Matt is... He's an unbelievable athlete, and and the progress he's made in a very short space of time of being a professional triathlete, you know, without a doubt, Matt would have been there to defend his title and and would have been the hot favorite because he's such a strong, strong athlete. But thank goodness he's got such a strong mind and such a fit, strong body. I reckon that probably protected him a lot when he got hit from behind whilst riding in the hard shoulder on a training ride in front of an old lady. Um, As is the way in South Africa, people pull over into the hard shoulder to let the more aggressive and patient drivers behind them come past, which we shouldn't do. We shouldn't pull into the hard shoulder. She was not aware of Maddie in front of her, pulled into the hard shoulder, hit him, I would imagine, probably 80 Ks an hour somewhere there. um, And he hurt his back when he got hit so hard from behind that it catapulted him onto her bonnet and windshield. then he did a couple of flick-flacks over the back of the car onto the tar. And, yeah, damaged his L1. They've uh, put two screws either side of his spine, fused three vertebrae together. And I think he's got another day or two in ICU uh, in recovery. But he's so fit, and he's got such a strong mind. Uh, I'm confident that Matt... Uh, excuse the pun, because he bounced off the tire into the ambulance, but will hopefully bounce back really, really quickly to full fitness because this man... He has the potential to win a lot more races.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So our best to to Matt and and his wife, uh, Nicole, as well, who who I know they've also had a death in the family this week too. So, uh, yeah, our thoughts are are with them. Paul, enjoy Dubai and safe travels back. I know you're going to be back in East London this weekend as well. So uh, a quick whistle stop to to, to Dubai and back. Thanks for your time today, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again soon.
0: Yeah, Brad, thank you to you, thank you to SAFM, thank you for promoting triathlon and the sport of Ironman, and the best of luck to the almost 40% Iron Virgins, our rookies, the first-timers, who will be starting in Buffalo City, East London, on Sunday morning. I'll see you all there at the start, on the bike, and on the Magic Red cop
2: SAFM Sports Wrap. Should be another great event. Let's head back to Newlands in Cape Town now, where second wicket has just fallen. Honouru, Risa Hendricks, gone.
1: Thanks Brad. Yeah, he has just been stumped uh, for 42 off the bowling of Sandekan and that means that the Proteus now 107 for the loss of two. Erso, earlier you asked me if A.B. De Villiers is back and I can tell you that he does look to be back in form. He's hit one of those trademark A.B. 6s where he hits the ball almost to where a fine leg will be standing and he clears the boundary quite comfortably. He is on 44 at the moment and looking as good as ever. The new man in David Miller. So this could be a powerful combination for the Proteus and uh, If they can put on a big partnership, they might just look to get to to past 200 and put on a very competitive total for the Sri Lankans to chase. At the moment, the pro is 107 for the loss of two after 13 overs.
2: Gone, Thank you very much for that. And that pretty much brings us to the end of SAFM Sports Chat this evening. We'll have updates from Newlands throughout the night here on South Africa's news and information leader. So stay tuned to SAFM. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. And uh, Dwayne DeLocker back. Uh, chatting football with you tomorrow night at 6.30. On the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop. Naledi Malayo with you this evening and chatting about some important subjects uh, in South Africa tonight as well, so make sure you stay tuned for that. From myself, Brad Brown, and my producer Siobhan Chetty, thank you so much for listening. Be in touch uh, via social media. You can uh, reach out uh, to SAFM Radio or you can look me up personally at Big Brad Brown. as you'll we'll find me across most of them. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Right now it is 7 o'clock and Greg Chos as your news.